Hastings College Baseball is on the air. We begin each game day with In the Dugout, a pregame chat with Bronco head coach Steve Spondberg. Here's KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Baseball today here on 1230 KHIS. The Broncos opening up the conference season here this afternoon with a doubleheader against Dakota Wesleyan. Spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Steve Sponberg. Coach, doesn't feel like uh, baseball weather. Feels more like football, but uh, spring baseball is what it is. It really does. It's uh, kind of cold and windy and uh, not advantageous to to what you think of as baseball weather. But uh, we've played in some of that throughout the course of the year, and uh, we've been really beneficial to have some really good days too so uh, it's kind of been a unique year up to this point but it's a conference game and whether the weather's 30 or 70 we have to go out and play good baseball did a lot of work to the field a lot of rain uh, overnight uh, gonna have the cold weather the wind how's that gonna affect uh, the doubleheader tonight well I think it's gonna be a uh, situation where I think both teams know the importance when you start the conference season and although this year uh, going to 28 games uh, every game is important but it's a long haul through there too so win or lose games you uh, you certainly still have an opportunity, but uh, everybody wants to get out on the right foot. So the weather-wise, the outfield's going to be really wet. Any balls that are hit out there are going to pick up a lot of moisture, so it'll be imperative as outfielders that you go through cutoff man. And the infield grass is going to be damp, so it's certainly going to make it a, a little bit more of a challenge, I guess, so to speak, defensively uh, in the fact that the ball's going to pick up some moisture. Hopefully the conditions get better as the day goes. And, and then the cold weather is always something that uh, I think you don't see the type of offense that sometimes you see the ball doesn't kind of come off jump off the bat like it does when the weather's a little warmer but uh, it's an equal condition for both teams so it certainly doesn't benefit us any more than them or vice versa so uh, our kids have to realize that and come out and play good baseball. Let's start with the 28 games of the GPAC expanding uh, things to 28 games. You play those in a short amount of time, and that's going to put a lot of stress on your on your baseball team. Uh, no question about it. I think that was a thing. I know over the years they've talked about trying to expand to go to uh, more games just simply because I know a lot of the teams to the north of us uh, do not like to travel to the south and schedule, and they have trouble filling their schedules. Uh, that's not been the case with us. We've always had an opportunity to fill schedules, but uh, I guess talking about the 28 games thinking that if we went to that we might expand the season but we're in the same we're basically adding one week and adding eight games so when you start to sandwich uh, midweek double headers into weekend double headers and then you're playing nine and seven on top of that during the weekend uh, it puts a tremendous amount of stress on the depth of your pitching staff and and uh, I think you know we're going to go out and we've got six guys that we want to start but it's really going to put a premium on what we can do in the bullpen and and we We've had, unfortunately, some injuries to our pitching staff, which has shortened us up a little more than what we'd hoped to be. You know, we felt like when we went 28 games and uh, without the injuries that we've had, we maybe in that you know fourth, fifth, and sixth game were as good as anybody on the mound. And uh, with the injuries, it's kind of reduced that back a little. And we're going to have to ask some people that we had hoped maybe were a year away from being guys that were varsity guys that would contribute at least in the conference schedule to have to step up and do that job a little bit earlier so uh, but they've prepared for that we've been practicing for quite a number of weeks now and so uh, we're gonna see how it plays out yeah, your first uh, six conference games on the road uh, here at home, and then you go on the road uh, next weekend. But you got ten conference games right off of the bat. We play ten games in seven days, which uh, that's almost that's over a third of the conference schedule we're playing in the first seven days. So uh, again, I 
the schedule needs to be something done with it. I think you know either you got to start earlier, or you got to spread it out a little more, and uh, uh, it, it makes it tough. But it's not just tough on us; it's tough on every team because we're kind of all in the same boat. In the fact that, uh, and a number of games today I know are postponed due to the weather. So those teams are going to play Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, three consecutive days where we're playing tonight, and then again tomorrow, and then again on Tuesday. So we gain a day there, but in the same token, it's it's pretty much the same for everybody so uh, I think what you'll see is some really good battles early as far as pitching side of things and then as the weekend on develops you may see a little bit more high scoring games and and hopefully we can be a little bit better than what we have been in the past on that side of the game Let's talk about your pitching staff. Uh, first of all, Andrew Kuda got off to a shaky start this year, but his last couple of appearances have been good. What else we got there on that staff? Well, you know, Andrew, like I said, really struggled the first two games, and he was a guy we needed to pitch well for us because he's a three-year starter for us. And the last three or four games has pitched very well. He's a not a strikeout pitcher. They're going to put the balls in play, so we have to play well defensively behind him. Uh, we're going to throw him today along with Will Fry, and Will's a transfer student from uh, Northern Colorado. Uh, he was out of Omaha West side and he was a guy that quite honestly before the injuries occurred we had not anticipated him doing a lot of pitching and uh, because of that he stepped into a role and really grasped that situation and as a senior really done a decent job he's uh, uh, again not an overpowering pitcher but is a true pitcher uh, he mixes his pitches well and if he keeps the ball down he's been very effective for us so uh, those would be our two stars today tomorrow uh, we're looking more at Lance Hansen a young man who pitched a lot for or not a lot but a number of innings for us last year uh, was a guy we thought might be a midweek starter this year but again with the injuries we've had to step up and 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 pitch him in starting roles and he's responded really well and had some really good outings for us and then uh, we will throw uh, um, you know Tanner Nikoloff in the second game and he was a guy as a sophomore from Colorado that we thought would get a lot of JV innings maybe a midweek start here or there but again been thrust into a situation so uh, not ideal against a really good Morningside team but it's what we have and then Tuesday we go play Doan a doubleheader and Alexander Schmidt who was a guy that had been hurt uh, has come back and thrown two three really good outings so well, we've got him in a position where we're going to start him in one game and then uh, the second game we're going to go with the freshman Grant Svek, who's uh, from Gretna, and again a guy that we had hoped to get a lot of JV innings, and didn't really anticipate him throwing a lot of varsity, but uh, thrust into that situation. So, with all that said, Mike, our bullpen is even more drastic to that, and I think that's what hurt us early in the year. Uh, we were on pitch counts, and when we got to those counts, we had to go to our bullpen, and our bullpen was inexperienced and uh, gave up some leads. But hopefully, those guys grew from those games, and we'll be better pitchers this weekend for it. Now then, uh, what about the defensively guys around the infield? Uh, a mixture of some uh, some veterans returning and some new guys out there. No question about it. You know, Lucas Lindgren's a guy that will start at first base for us and has done a decent job. Played a lot. I had a lot of at bats for us last year, uh, so he's done a decent job. We moved Ty O'Brien over to second base, not because we don't think he's a shortstop, but he gives us a solid man at second with Brandon Utrip at short. And those two have been a really good combination defensively for us and have been hitting in the top of the order. And then Reed Stone, a guy that's been back 
will play third base for us and has probably been our leading hitter up to this point in time and driven in some big runs for us. Our outfield, Ty Neal's a senior this year and plays left field and uh, again, expect high expectations. Probably hasn't hit the ball as well as I think he can, but hopefully he can kind of get untracked here. Zach Peterson will play center and Zach's got a guy that's been hitting in the four spot for us and we've kind of experimented with that, trying to find somebody to hit in that and he's kind of seized that opportunity. And then Bryce McMullen will start in right field today and Bryce is a uh, red shirt guy that got injured last year, brought him in from Cloud County, thought he would be a pretty good hitter for us and a good defensive player, but got hurt last year. So uh, he's struggled at times this year, but he's hitting the ball a little bit better this week. And then Luke Christensen, a young man from the area here, uh, will DH for us tonight. And Luke has hit the ball well. Uh, uh, he's been a, a pretty big factor for us on the offensive side, so we'll use him in the DH role. And then Grant Krause will catch the first game, and Eric Anderson, we've kind of been flip-flopping. And those guys have done that for the last three years. So we do, like you said, have some veterans in there. Uh, we've played fairly well defensively at times. I think we've hit the ball very well. And uh, I think we're a little better offensively than we have, knock on wood. So we'll see if that takes place tonight. I know we had some games last weekend where I thought we had some really good at-bats. And I thought we had some games where we didn't play very well offensively. So we've always said offense kind of comes and goes. And you got to pitch and defend. And hopefully we'll do that this weekend. It's a baseball team that's uh, really getting hot right now, and that's a good thing uh, entering the conference season. You lost your first six games of the year. You won 11 out of your last uh, 14. Uh, talk about that, uh, the struggles early, and then what you've been doing lately. Well, I think, you know, early in the year we played some really good teams, and that was a part of it, and they were certainly teams that if you made mistakes, they made you pay the price. And that's what good teams do, and that's what we're striving to get to. And, uh, again, like I said, with our pitchers on a pitch count early in the year, we got into our bullpen, and, and it but be honest with you, two or three of those games we had leads late with opportunities to win, and we didn't do the job in the bullpen. So, uh, uh, and it might not have been just our pitchers. Maybe we made a mistake defensively or didn't have a productive out offensively. So we did get off to not what we'd like to, obviously, but both the teams that we played in those first six games were pretty good. And then since that time, we've beaten some really good teams. USAO is a team that went to the national tournament last year. Uh, we got the last game against Oklahoma Wesleyan, who's having a nice year this year. And uh, then went up to Avalon. and they'd had a, like a 22 game winning streak at home and we were able to take two out of three there so I think our kids gained some confidence that way and that was something that was really important because last year we did lose a lot of games late in games also and we kind of started on that trend this year but I think they've been a year of experience our kids are a little bigger they're a little stronger a little quicker and so consequently they should be better and they've a lot of those guys have had at our program 100 to 150 at bats so they better be better offensively so so I think we're a little better offensively. Like I said, we played fairly solid defensively. And our pitching staff is still the question mark. And ultimately, if you're going to win championships, you've got to have a good pitching staff. And so we've had some guys step up. I don't know that we have a, a stud on the mound that's going to go out and shut people down. But we have a lot of guys that I think are going to compete. And so we hope that that continues this weekend. Right, what about the conference? Uh, conference looks tough again. I think Midland's really started well. And they played a good schedule. And they're kind of they have the best record right now and probably deservedly to be the, uh, the the top team right now as far as what people believe. I think Morningside has a lot of guys back. Uh, a lot of their offense is back in defense. Their pitching staff is for the most part intact. I know they lost one of their top end guys due to some injury. but uh, And then Northwestern has really started well and played a good schedule and uh, uh, looks like they pitched the ball very well and can swing it a little bit. So uh, I think those are probably the top three teams. And I think 
you could probably bunch a lot of teams. Concordia's played really well, and I think they're well coached and they play the game hard. So uh, they're a team that's certainly a factor. We think we can be in that hunt if we play well. And Doan, of course, is uh, Doan. They've always played pretty well. So uh, and it certainly doesn't dismiss the teams like the Dort and the Concord and the uh, Dakota Wesleyans and and the Mount Martys and the people like that. So I think it's the you know the top two probably Midland Morningside and you know Northwestern and Concordia and then it's just a you know I don't think there's anybody that's below that that couldn't jump into that top four but in the same token I think then you can bunch the last six or seven teams together and on any given day anybody's capable of winning. Uh, we know about this uh, bunch today from Dakota Wesleyan, five and ten on the season. Do we know anything uh, uh, in their non-conference part of their schedule? Well, hard to know. I know they started really at a tough schedule. Tabor's really a good team, and they went down there and lost three out of four. So very similar to what we did early in the year. So uh, they played some good competition. I know uh, due to the spring break where it fell and due to the conference schedule starting early, they haven't played for about ten days. So uh, And obviously the weather up there is, well, I said, that now and then I look outside and see what the weather is here but hasn't been real conducive so they haven't played for a while so I'm sure they're chomping at the bit to get out on the field and do a good job uh, they have four guys back from last year that were key factors for them I think they hit in the middle of their order and uh, their pitching staff has been at times pretty good as I look at some of the games that they've played and talked to some of the coaches they've had some guys go really fairly deep into games but similar to us have had some issues with their bullpen and things like that so they haven't been able to hold some of the leads so they're a team that usually will move people with a bunt they're fairly aggressive top to bottom on the bases uh, they're going to run a little bit if they get an opportunity so it's going to be important that you know, we throw strikes play good defense not give them four and five out innings and then hopefully get out on top where we can kind of uh, temper a little bit their running game and, and some of the other things that they like to do. Okay, good luck today. Thank you very much. Steve Sponberg, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. Starting lineups in the play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan today on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to In the Dugout with Bronco head coach Steve Sponberg. Stay tuned. The first pitch is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor. And so I went to be a PA. And one night called her, said I'm gonna be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Bronco Play-by-Play -play is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Hastings College Baseball here today on 1230 KHAS as the Broncos get started with the Great Plains Athletic Conference season here today. Getting off to a little bit later start than we anticipated. This one was moved uh, back a couple of hours because of the overnight rain and field preparation here today. But 
or sent to go. Going to finish under the lights tonight as Hastings gets sent to do battle with Dakota Wesley and to begin the 2017 season here at home. The Broncos in their non-conference schedule sitting at 11 wins and 9 losses on the season. Hastings actually lost their last or their first six games of the year, but since then they have played extremely well as they have gone 11-3 and three here in the past couple of weeks. So Hastings sitting at 11-9 and nine in the season. Dakota Wesleyan come in with a mark of five wins and ten losses. They haven't played for about ten days. So they made the trip down to uh, the area last night. They've been hanging around, getting set to go for baseball today, and we're we're finally underway here this afternoon. Andrew Kuda is going to get the start for Hastings on the mound this afternoon. He's only thrown two pitches there. That's one ball and one strike to the leadoff hitter here for Dakota Wesleyan, Tremaine Moore. He sends that one to short, picked up there by Utrep. Goes over to first base. That's going to be in time, and Tremaine Moore is uh, out on the play. The first guy to come to the plate here for Dakota Wesleyan. Your starting lineups today are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Made of reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. We just saw uh, Tremaine Moore. He's their, their leading hitter. He's the uh, right fielder hitting at a clip about 429 on the season. But he grounds out here to begin the ball game. This is Landon Nugenberger. Up there next, he's the second baseman. His batting average is sitting at 250 on the season as he scores around the butt and misses. No balls in one strike. Here's the next pitch. He's going to be hit toward uh, right field. Bryce McMullen settles under it for Hastings and makes the catch. Coming up there next now for uh, Dakota Wesley and is going to be Tyler Waddle. He'll be at shortstop today. Zach Utak will follow him, the first baseman. Jared Nealon will be the left fielder. He'll bat fifth. Then we'll see Brandon Oropisa. He'll be the uh, third baseman. He'll bat sixth. Peyton Price, the DH, batting in the number seven spot. Hartman Katz will be the uh, catcher. He'll bat eighth of there. So the ball hit the third base. It's picked up there by Reed Stone. He goes across the diamond. Three Tyler, Tyler Waddle on one pitch. So he is out of the play. Finishing things off for the Dakota Wesleyan's Tigers. Jared Zenz will be the center fielder. He'll bat ninth. And the pitcher today is going to be Dominique Berger. He'll be on the mound. His record of one win and four losses on the season. To get to the starters here for Hastings, Ty O'Brien will lead things off. He'll be at second base. Brandon Utrep will be the second, or actually the shortstop today. He'll bat in the number two position. Reed Stone will bat third. He'll be at third base. Zach Peterson out in center field. He'll bat fourth. Ty Neal, the left fielder, he'll bat fifth. Lucas Lynn Green will be your fifth baseman. He'll bat sixth. Luke Christians in the DH will bat seventh. Bryce McMullen, the right fielder, will bat eighth. Grant Krause, the catcher, will bat ninth. And Andrew Kuda on the mound this afternoon for the Hastings College Broncos. Your starting lines are brought to you by Five Points Bank, now with three locations in Hastings. 2815 Osborne Drive West, 320 South Burlington, and at 322 North St. Joe, Hastings Five Points Bank, the better bank member, FDIC. So uh, three up, three down for Dakota Wesleyan in the top half of the first inning. We'll take a short break here. We'll come back. You're listening to Bronco Baseball today on 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. 
All right, back here at Duncan Field, we've got uh, Hastings College baseball action here today on 1230 KHIS. Hastings taking on uh, Dakota Wesleyan. And the Tigers sitting at five wins and ten losses on the season. They open up their year back in February with a four-game series against Tabor. They won uh, one game out of four there. And they played uh, Presentation College in the split with them up in South Dakota. They've also faced uh, William Penn. They've got a, a win over the University of Winnipeg. So far this year, they also got a win over uh, Jamestown and over uh, Valley City State. But again, they have not played for a long time. The last time they were on the diamond was uh, back in March the 10th. So they haven't played for a while. Now they're starting their uh, conference season here today against uh, Hastings College. First guy up there for the Broncos is going to be Ty O'Brien. And he sends that one out to center field coming over. And that's going to drop for a base hit. Hastings leads off the ball game with a base hit. Jared Zenz comes down with it. But running down to second base is going to be Ty O'Brien. The outfield is going to be uh, a little iffy out there today because of the overnight rain. So there's going to be some slick spots out there. And Jared Zins goes over toward his left out there in center field to try to grab the ball. Kind of slipped down to the turf. That gave Ty O'Brien enough time to pull in his second base. So he leads off the ball game here for the Broncos with a double. And that's going to bring up Brandon Utrep next. He's the shortstop for Hastings. Utrecht is batting at a clip of 362 so far. He sees as a team hitting about to 297. Their pitch comes inside. The ball gets away from the catcher. Cats back to the screen and trotting down to third base on the play is going to be Ty O'Brien. So he sings in good position here to maybe uh, grab the lead here in this uh, first inning. Nobody out. Ty O'Brien is down there at third base for the Broncos. Brandon Utrecht. The shortstop up there now for Hastings. Reed Stone will follow him. And then Zach Peterson as Hastings tries to plate one here in the first inning of play. Dominic Berger is a guy on the mound today for the Tigers of Dakota Wesley. And Berger has a record of one win and four losses on the season. His ERA is sitting at 4.00. As the next pitch is going to be fouled away by Utrecht. That's into the parking lot out of play. And the count is sitting at one ball and one strike now on Brandon Utrep, Dominique Berger. He's uh, thrown just nine innings so far this year for the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. As Berger is a left-handed thrower, as he throws out one of the plane, it's going to be popped up first base side. It's going to uh, get out of play. I think his, I told you his overall record was one win and four losses. He is actually sitting at one and one on the season with an ERA of 4.00. Nine innings he's thrown, giving up seven hits in four runs. All four of those have been earned. He's got eight strikeouts, and he's got three walks to his credit so far. But he's given up a double here to lead off this ball game. There's a bouncing ball toward third. It's off of the chest of the third baseman there. He goes across the diamond. Going to be in time to catch him. Brandon Utrecht, and the runner stays at third base. So Brandon Utrecht is thrown out of the play. Nice play down there by Brandon Oropisa. The third baseman there as it bounces off of his chest. He stays after it. And he gets the out over there at first base. So Brandon Utrecht will ground out to the third baseman. There's one man out now here in the top half of the first inning. Reed Stone, the former uh, Sutton Mustang, will come to the plate next. Left-handed hitter playing at third base today uh, defensively for Hastings. Stone batting in the number three position here this afternoon as he takes a look at the first pitch there. It's going to be outside for ball. One ball. And no strikes now to Stone. You've got Dominique Berger on the mound today for Dakota Wesleyan with Hartman Katz behind the plate. Berger is a left-handed thrower. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. It's going to be inside for a ball, 2-0. Oh. 
Zach Utech, uh, Utech is down there at first base. Landon Nugenberger uh, is at second base. Tyler Waddle is at the shortstop. And Brandon Oropisa is down there at the third base for DWU. There's a fastball strike there delivered right down the pipe on Reed Stone. There's two balls and one strike. Jared Nealon is your left fielder for the Tigers. Jared Zenz out in center field. And Tremaine Moore is out there in right field. Burger comes set. Here comes the next pitch. Hit on the ground, but it's going to be in foul territory, first base side. And Reed Stone is now beyond his counter. One ball and two strikes. Hastings is a team hitting a clip of 297 here during the non conference season. Reed Stone actually has the highest batting average on the team right now at 377. Leads the team in base hits and doubles, also in the total bases as he comes to the plate for the first time here this afternoon. Here comes the 2 uh, 2 pitch now. On to Reed Stone. That's going to be outside for a ball. And now the count is up full at three balls and two strikes. So three and two the count to Stone. He's got eight base on balls so far this year. He's got five strikeouts. Waiting here in the left-hand batter's box. Berger comes set. Here's the next pitch. Popped up. It's going to stay here in the infield. Coming on the second baseman, Dugenberger. And he, uh, does he make the catch? Yes, he makes the catch as he... Makes a diving grab there on the grassy portion of the infield. And now head coach Steve Sponberg is going to pop out of the dugout here in this uh, first inning. And the coach is going to make his way out to the uh, base umpire to make sure he actually grabbed that one or bounced off of the turf. And it's a very, very short conversation. The coach is going to come back to the third base dugout. So Reed Stone is going to pop out to the uh, second baseman here for the second out. So Berger, he gives up the double to begin the ball game. A pass ball sends Ty O'Brien over to third base on the play. And now we got to two men out with the U-Trep grounding out to third. Reed Stone popping out to second. Zach Peterson, the center fielder, is up there next for Hastings to try to drive home the first run of the ball game. Peterson will bat from the right-hand side. There's a fast ball delivered up there from Berger. It's going to be down low for a ball. One or no the count. Zach Peterson is batting average on the year. is sitting at 333 as the Broncos have... 11 out of their first 20 ball games here. Next pitch is going to be inside for a ball, and the count is sitting at two balls and no strikes. Zach Peterson actually leads the team in runs scored. He's got 21 base hits and 63 trips to the plate so far this year. DWU will play him pretty much as straight away here. The spacious ballpark at Duncan. Next ball is going to be hammered out towards center field, backing up as Zens, backing up Zens, looks up, grabs the ball, and that's the third out of the inning. So Hastings wastes the leadoff double there by Ty O'Brien. Leaves the man on base as Zach Peterson flies out to deep center field to end his first inning of play. So Hastings, they score no runs on one base hit, no errors, one runner left on base. We go to the top half of the second with a score. Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. The difference between clicking on a computer to order flowers versus having a conversation with the people who are going to pick and arrange the most appropriate bouquet. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. My dad built his business knowing his customers, knowing their special occasions, and how they celebrated them. So a delivery from Bob Sass Flowers is now what it was then. Real people delivering real love. Flowers from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. You know Gary Michaels Clothiers sells quality men's clothing, sportswear, and tuxedo rentals for prom and weddings. 
But did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers also sells unique quality ladies' clothing from fine labels as Nick and Zoe, Sharon Young, True Lux, and Adventura? Did you know Gary Michaels has the second largest Brighton jewelry, handbag, and footwear department in Nebraska? Did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers offers professional fittings and alterations with tailors who have years of experience in same-day service? Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College Baseball for you here today on 1230 KHAS. First game going seven innings here today between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. This is the first of two games. We'll have a game number two coming up later on today. That one will go nine. There's a butt laid down. Going to be a good one. Kuda grabs that one off of the bound. And a quick throw to first base. That's going to be in time. Andrew Kuda comes over toward the... The first base line there to grab that one. Throws out to Zach Utak down there at the first base. So that's the second time today that Dakota Wesley has tried to bunt her away on. Zach Utak is uh, thrown out at first base and a good play there by the pitcher for Hastings, Andrew Kuda. Jared Nealon comes to the plate next. He's the left fielder here for DWU. His batting average is sitting at 250 on the season. The Tigers... As a team coming in with a team batting average of 275. There's a ball hit towards center field. Backing up for Hastings is going to be Peterson. That's going to be over his head. It's going to roll to the wall out there at 408 feet away. Around the back at second, digging for third. Here comes the throw in there. The tag down there at third is not in time. So Jared Nealon tees off on the pitch there by Andrew Kuda out to center field. The throw came in. It was close down there at third base. No argument from Steve Sponberg. But Jared Nealon is there with a uh, triple here on the second inning of play. That baby was hit hard. It would have been out of most uh, ballparks there. Chased down by uh, Zach Peterson. Remember, to reacquaint yourself with this uh, facility, 370 down the left field line here at Duncan, 367 down the right field line, and 408 to straightaway center. The ball hit right back to Kuda on the mound. He goes over to first base. That's going to be in time to catch uh, Brandon Oro Pisa. So uh, shot right back to the pitcher, Andrew Kuda, who grabs the ball, goes over to the first baseman, Lucas Lynn Green. Now there's two men out. Well, Hastings, they wasted a, uh, a double in the first inning of play, did not score. And now Dakota Wesleyan gets a triple here in the second inning of play, but now there's two men out. Peyton Price, the DH, comes to the plate next, and he is hit by a pitch. Okay, let's see if they can call it a foul ball as they're hit by a pitch. Evidently hit off of the uh, handle of the bat, so the home plate umpire is going to call him back. Peyton Price was on his way down to uh, first base, and now the uh, the Tigers' head man is going to come down here to argue that call. It's going to be a long day if we're going to argue every call out there. Peyton Price will come back to the uh, left-hand batter's box there. Peyton Price with a count of no balls and one strike. Hartman Katz will be the uh, next guy to come to the plate. Next pitch is going to be inside for a ball. So Peyton Price trying to drive one home. The Tigers are sitting at 5-10 and ten on the season, have not played since March the 10th. Opening up the conference season here this afternoon. There's a big swing and a miss there by uh, Peyton Price. And now the catcher, Grant Krause, is going to go out and have a couple of words with uh, Andrew Kuda. In the meantime, we're going to have the uh, third base head coach coming down here to throw a batting glove into the dugout on the first base side. The Tigers in their gray uniforms here this afternoon with their blue trim. He sings in their white baseball pants, their crimson tops, their white and crimson baseball caps here this afternoon. 
Here comes the next pitch by Kuda, hit on the ground by the first baseman, Lynn Green. That's in the right field, and that's going to be an RBI single there by Peyton Price. A hard shot right on by the first baseman, Lucas Lynn Green. Jared Nealon comes home, so they cash in on the uh, triple here in the second inning of play. As Peyton Price gets an RBI single, and the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan go out on top of Hastings here in the second inning of play by a score of one to nothing. Two men out now in the inning. Hartman Katz, the catcher, is up there next. So Price drives home a run there. And for Price, that's going to be RBI number five on the season for him. There's a Katz coming to the plate next. His batting average is sitting at 290 on the season. He's going to take a pitch down low for a ball here. One or no that counts. Could have got off to a shaky start this year in his first couple of outings, but well, here lately he's been... Uh, Pretty good for Hastings, running into some trouble here early in this ball game. Now trailing by a score of one to nothing. Hartman Katz taking the next pitch is going to be down low for a ball, two balls, and no strikes. Temp at 40 degrees to get things started here this afternoon. Winds are blowing out of the north at about 11 miles per hour. It feels like 33 degrees. Doesn't feel like baseball weather, but a halfway decent crowd on hand here at Duncan. There's a little blooper out to right field. That's going to fall for a base hit. McMullen comes up to grab it on the hop. But a little blooper right field. But move the base runner along to second base. So Katz gets aboard. That's going to be the third hit of the inning now for Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers have base runners on at first and second base. And now we're going to see the number nine hitter come up there. And Jared Zenz. Zenz is the uh, center fielder. His batting average on the season is sitting at 250. Zenz has got seven base hits in, what, 28 trips to the plate. He has scored seven runs so far this year. Zenz has got four RBIs, one home run. Zenz, another left-handed hitter here, working against the lefty out there for Hastings, Andrew Kuda. One runner's in, two runners are on here for the Tigers. In the top half of the second inning, this one's scheduled for seven here today at Duncan. Andrew Kuda checks the runner at second. There's a pitch to the plate. It'll be down low. That uh, was Crouch in a hurry. It was Grant Krause looking down toward first base, but scampering back into the bag is Hartman Katz. One ball, no strikes to Jared Zins. Good looking in for the sign from his catcher. Krause comes set. Looks at the runners, delivers to the plate. There's a uh, swing and a miss. One ball, one strike down to Zins. Reed Stone down there at third base today for Hastings. Brandon Newtrep at shortstop. Ty O'Brien. At second base, Lucas Lynn Green at first. Ty Neal out in left field. Zach Peterson down in center. Bryce McMullen is in right field today. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. It's going to be in there for a strike in the outside corner. One ball, two strikes. The Nebraska baseball team playing a doubleheader this afternoon out in California. Last check, the Huskers had a 2-0 lead over Cal Poly. That was in the fourth inning. We're looking for some Husker baseball today. It's over on ESPN 15-50. KICS. Huskers playing a doubleheader out in California today. We've got a doubleheader here between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan on 1230 KHS. So the Huskers down the dial at 1550 KICS today. Here's the uh, next pitch. It's going to be inside for another ball. And it's going to be three balls and two strikes. So three and two the counts. Hastings will play Morningside tomorrow afternoon. Right back here at Duncan Field. Starting time. Supposedly we'll be at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Hopefully the rain stay away overnight. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 12.45 tomorrow afternoon. 
Three balls and two strikes. Two men out here for DWU. There goes the runners. The pitch is going to be down low for a ball, and the beaches are going to be loaded. Jared Zenz gets a walk here in the second inning of play. Now the bases are juiced as Price is down there at third base. Katz is down there at the second base. You've got Jared Zenz down there at first base. And now the top of the order is coming up there. This is their leading hitter on the team, Tremaine Moore. He uh, bounced one back to uh, the shortstop back there to uh, begin the ball game. So Moore comes into play to try to do some damage here in this uh, second inning of play. Kuda's pitch is going to be outside for a ball. Want to know the count to uh, Tremaine Moore. So Moore backs out of the batter's box and now goes down to have a little conversation. Reed Harder is actually the uh, courtesy runner down there running for the uh, catcher. Hartman Katz down there at second base. So Harder is on at second. Peyton Price is on at third base. Jared Zins is on at first base. One run is already in on the RBI single by Peyton Price. There's two men out of the inning here for Dakota Wesleyan and their leading hitter, Moore, who is hitting in a clip of 429, is at the plate here for DWU. There's a ball hit down the right field line. That's going to curve over into foul territory. Now the count to Moore is hitting it one ball and one strike. Tremaine batting average of 429 in the season. 15 base hits and 35 trips to the plate. Leaves the team with 10 runs scored. He's got a double, a triple, and a couple of home runs. Eight RBIs to his credit so far this year. Three base on balls and five strikeouts. Chance to give the uh, Tigers the advantage here in this uh, second inning. They only got one run in already. There's another ball. It's going to be fouled away. First base side out of play. Now the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes here. Andrew Kuna, 4.65 is his earned run average. He's got three wins and two losses. The three wins the most on the staff here for Hastings College. He's throwing the 31 innings. That's also the most on the staff here for the Broncos as he backs off of the uh, pitching rubber here. Uh, those 31 innings, Kuda's given up 44 hits, 18 runs. 16 of those have been earned. Seven base on balls, 19 strikeouts. Teams are batting 333 against him. He's given up three base hits here in the first inning in two-thirds. There's another ball that we foul away down the right field side, down the play. And the count will go to one ball and two strikes. Moore protecting the plate there as he reaches out there and pokes that one foul. Bases are loaded here for the Tigers, a team that is five and ten on the season as they come in here to play. He sings in their conference opener here this afternoon at Duncan. And with their first game of a doubleheader. This game was supposed to start at 2. We got started at 4 today, so we'll finish under the lights here at Duncan in the conference opener. And now Moore is going to back out of the batter's box as he calls the timeout. Andrew Kuda waiting here on the mound. Tremaine Moore digs back in. Here comes the next pitch. Hit right back up through the middle. That's going to be a base hit. One run is going to score. Going to wave the second one home. Here comes the throw in. It's not going to be in time. And a two-run single there for Tremaine Moore. Hard hit ball right back up by the outstretched glove of Andrew Kuda in the center field. Peterson grabs it, sends the ball back to the infield. But two runs score. Bryce comes in from third base to score. Harder running for Katz. Comes around from uh, second base to score. And the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers have jumped on the Broncos. It is three to nothing now. Here in this uh, second inning of play, 
Zins is going to end up at uh, second base. Tremaine Moore is on at first base, and now head coach Steve Sponberg is going to be out of the dugout here early to come out to uh, talk with Andrew Kuda. Again, because of the way the, the scheduling is this year, they've really jammed 28 conference games into what we would normally have a 20-game schedule in years past. So the Broncos need to get some uh, good performances out of our, our starters, and Andrew Kuda has been one of the most consistent players that we have had so far through the first uh, 20 games of the season. And with games coming up tomorrow and games coming up on Saturday, you really don't want to get into a uh, bullpen here early, but he sings his... Giving away uh, three runs here in the first two innings. Three to nothing is the score. Dakota Wesleyan with the lead. This is going to be uh, Nugenberger, the second baseman, coming up there next. He flew out to right field his first time up there. Runners are on at first and second base here for the Tigers. Three runs in. And there's a pitch thrown to Landon Nugenberger. That's going to be in there for a strike. No balls in one strike. This cat is hitting a clip of 250 so far this season. Dugenberger has got one base hit and four trips to the plate. He's played in the nine games, and he's only had four at-bats. There's a bouncing ball to Stone at third. He goes across the diamond in time, and the inning is over as Landon Dugenberger is going to ground down to the third baseman, Reed Stone. But a big inning there for the Tigers as they score, but three runs on four base hits. No errors on uh, the Broncos. Two runners left on base. We go to the bottom of the second inning with a score. Dakota Wesley in three. Hastings College nothing. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 1230 KHAS. Nebraska now leading Cal Poly by a score of 3-2 as they head to the fifth inning of play. Two teams have split their first two games by identical scores. 3-2, that's the score right now. So now they're into the sixth inning. All right, 3-2. Huskers with a lead over Cal Poly, and again, the action is over on ESPN 1550 KICS this afternoon, so we can bring in the uh, conference opener for uh, Hastings College here at Duncan on a cold and windy afternoon. Temp setting at 40 degrees. Winds blowing out of the north at about 11 miles per hour. It feels like 33, but larger crowd than expected here today. Fans going to brave in the elements here. It's spring baseball. Feels more like uh, it should be Maybe October or November getting ready for maybe a St. Cecilia football game here at Duncan. But we've got Hastings College spring baseball with the Broncos and Dakota Wesleyan going at it here this afternoon. Three to nothing is the score. Dakota Wesleyan with a lead. Hastings coming up to the plate here in the second inning of play to face Dominique Berger. Who gave up a double in the first inning of play to Ty O'Brien and then mowed down the next three guys, Utrep Stone and Peterson. No damage done by Hastings in the first. This is Ty Neal is at the plate here. Number five guy on the batting order. He's a left-handed hitter. And the pitch to him is going to be up high for a ball. And it's two balls and one strike now to Ty Neal for Hastings. So the Broncos are sitting at 11-9 and nine in the season. As the next pitch is a fastball inside and a swing and a miss by Neal. Hastings lost their first six games of the season. 
But since then, the Broncos have gone 11 and 3, putting 11 out of their last 14 as they get ready for the uh, conference season. There's a bouncing ball to second. Nugenberger on a couple of hops. He throws it over to first base. That's in time. And Ty O'Brien, or Ty Neal, is a retired in the play. We've got Ty O'Brien on this team. We've got Ty Neal on this team for Hastings. This is Ty Neal as he grounds out to the second baseman. Landon Nugenberger. And now Lucas Lynn Green will come to the plate next. He's the first baseman. Lynn Green, one of the re- returners from a year ago. Batting average is sitting at 305 on the season. Steps in from the right-hand side against the lefty and Berger. And will take a fastball strike there. No balls and one strike. Lynn Green has a batting average at 305 here during the non-conference portion of the schedule. He's got 18 base hits and 59 trips to the plate. Next pitch is to be outside for a ball. Now it's one ball and one strike. Lynn Green has scored 13 runs so far this year for Hastings. Three doubles, a triple, a home run. There's a ball wrapped down the uh, left field side in foul territory. And the count is now one and two. Seven RBIs for Lucas. 26 stolen bases. He leads the team though in strikeouts with 20. He's had two base on balls. Beyond on the count now with one ball and two strikes. Lucas Lynn Green waiting on the next pitch. It's on the way. A fastball outside. And the count is sitting at two balls and two strikes. Hastings trailing in the ball game. We're in the bottom half of the second. This first game today will be seven innings. Here comes the 2-2 pitch to Lynn Green. That one's going to be golf foul. As he goes after a low pitch there down around the knees and sends it in foul territory down the right field side. Cow remains at two balls. And two strikes. Second ball game today will go nine here at Duncan. So plenty of time to come out and enjoy some Bronco baseball action here today. Next pitch is swung out and miss. And there's the first strikeout of the ball game as Lucas Lynn Green. He strikes out for the 21st time this season. He heads back to the uh, third base dugout. This is Luke Christensen coming to the plate next. He's the DH. Christensen, a uh, local boy, is a uh, senior from Bruning Davenport. As he comes to the plate here with two men out in the second inning. Christensen has a batting average of 362 so far this year. Fastball inside. One ball and no strikes to Luke Christensen. 362 is his batting average. He's got 17 base hits and 47 trips to the plate so far this year. There's a bouncing ball to second. Nugenberger gobbles it up. Goes to first base and the Broncos go down in order here. In the second inning of play, Hastings scores no runs on no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the top of the third with a score. Dakota Wesleyan, three. Hastings, nothing. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Get your beauty rest and improve your home at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Purchase a qualifying beauty rest mattress and get a gift card worth up to $200 at four different home improvement stores, including Ace Hardware and Tractor Supply. See store for details. You can even get up to 24 months free financing. Now through March 27th at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Now that really is more than you expect. Furniture Direct behind Sonic and Hastings and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. 
Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College baseball action for you here today on 1230 KHAS, also online, all season long at www.hastingslink.com. Hastings trailing DWU, it is three to nothing as we head to the third inning of play. Most of the rest of the action was uh, wiped out today by the Reigns. However, they are playing in Sioux City. Northwestern and Briar Cliff playing today in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Northwestern won the first game with their doubleheader by the score of 9-6. to six. Hastings playing here against uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Mount Marty at Midland was postponed today, as was the doubleheader between Morningside and Doan. We'll see the Morningside Mustangs tomorrow afternoon. In all likelihood, we'll see the number one and two pitchers now because they didn't throw today. So it could be a tough weekend here for the Broncos. This is Tyler Waddle up there for uh, the Tigers. One ball, one strike to him. The next pitch is going to be fouled away. First base side. One and two the count to Waddle. He's been pretty successful to play this year. He's got a batting average of 400. Grounded out his first time up there. The third baseman Stone of Hastings. Next pitch is going to be way outside for a ball. Two balls and two strikes. Andrew Kuda giving up three runs, four base hits there in inning number two. And the Tigers have jumped on the Broncos here. Three to nothing is the score as we play here in the top half of the third inning. Next pitch is swung on and missed. And there's the first strikeout for Andrew Kuda. Tyler Waddle, he goes down. That's going to bring up a Zach Utek next. He's the first baseman. Waddle, he strikes out for only the third time this season. There's a Utah coming up there next. His batting average is sitting at 371. He's got 13 base hits and 35 trips to the plate this year. As the pitch is going to be outside for a ball, 1-0 the count. Utah has scored four runs. He's got a couple of doubles to his credit. No triples, no home runs, five RBIs. Next pitch is going to be in there for his strike, 1-1 one one the count. Utech with a couple of base on balls, and he has struck out seven times. Seven times in his 35 trips to the plate. High pop fly here is going to stay in the infield, and going back on the edge of the outfield grass, right behind the first base back there, is going to be the first baseman for Hastings. That's going to be Lucas Lynn Green who makes the catch. Zach Utech flies out officially to the first baseman. Two up, two down here. Jared Nealon, the left fielder, is up there next. Nealon's the guy who had that triple to center field. Back there in the second inning. Came around to score one of the three runs. Now he takes a off-speed pitch there for his strike. No balls in one strike to uh, Jared Nealon. His batting average to uh, start the day today was at 250. There's another high fly ball. This one is going to be out towards center. Going back with his second baseman, though, O'Brien, and he makes the catch. Jared Nealon this time flies out to the uh, second baseman in shallow center field. Dakota Wesleyan goes down in order here in the third inning of play. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the third with a score. Dakota Wesleyan three, Hastings nothing. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Back here at Duncan Field, you're listening to Hastings College Baseball coverage here today on 1230 KHAS as we begin our coverage for the 2017 season. Conference favorite this year in the vote of the coaches before the season got underway was Morningside. Hastings was eighth out of the ten teams in the preseason poll. Morningside got six first place votes. Midland received four first place votes. They were second in the preseason poll. Concordia was third. Northwestern fourth. Briarcliff fifth. And rounding out the poll was Doan, Mount Marty, Hastings, Dakota Wesleyan, and Dort. So we'll see what the Broncos can do here in the conference season. Again, they made a switch to 28 games for their conference season this year. It had been 20 over the years. So playing more conference games this year, going to put a little strain on the pitching staffs here. The 28 conference games have been kind of squeezed in there during the season here. Hastings, in fact, will play 10 games in the next seven days, all conference games. There's a bouncing ball up toward the middle. It's knocked down behind second base, but the throw to first base is not in time. Bryce McMullen gets the board here for Hastings with a base hit. There's a bouncing ball right up the middle there. It was a knocked down by the second baseman, Nugenberger, right behind the baggage second back on the edge of the outfield grass. Nugenberger kind of slips out of the turf, and he couldn't get up and get it over to first base in time. So that's going to be a base hit for... Bryce McMullen, that's the second base end of the ball game now for the Broncos. Grant Krause will come to the plate next. He's the catcher. Krause batting in the number nine position here this afternoon. His batting average on the year is sending at 276. Berger looks toward first as he works from the stretch. There's the throw over there. It's not in time. Getting back in there is McMullen. Hastings is a team. 12 out of 16 stealing bases this year. Bryce McMullen is 0 out of 1, but he's got a great lead over there at first base now. He's going to stay put as the pitch comes to the plate. He's going to be in there for a strike on Grant Krause. No balls and one strike to Krause. And he's batting in the number 9 position here this afternoon for Hastings. Krause has got 8 base hits and 27 trips to the plate. Berger comes set. Next pitch is a fastball. Slow roller out towards short. Waddle grabs it. His throw to first is going to be down in the dirt, but digging that baby out of there and holding on to it is Zach Utak. Record the out on Grant Krause. So a slow roller out toward Tyler Waddle, who makes a play on the ball there. So Grant Krause is retired 6-3 to three in the books, and Ty O'Brien is coming up there next where he sings. Yeah, we had uh, quite a bit of rain overnight. They worked the field for a couple of extra hours here today. Got the infield as dry as they could. In fact, they have the blowers and everything else out there throughout the morning and throughout the afternoon to get things as dry as they could. The outfield definitely uh, going to be damp throughout the night tonight, so any balls that are hit on the ground, you're going to pick up a lot of moisture. 
Here comes the pitch to Ty O'Brien. It's going to be inside for a ball. One or no the count. Man is on at second base. That's uh, McMullen for Hastings. Broncos are down three to nothing here in the ball game. There's a big swing and a miss there. Hastings has already struck out once here in the ball game. As a team, the Broncos have a hundred and eleven, actually 118 strikeouts in 20 games. One ball and one strike here. Berger comes set. Next pitch is another fastball right at the knees in there for a strike. Now the count is sending in one ball and two strikes now to Ty O'Brien. One bad out. Coming up there next is going to be a Brandon Utrep for Hastings and then Reed Stone as Broncos trying to get back into the ball game here, trailing by three runs. Dominique's next pitch is a fastball way outside, quickly returned by the catcher, Hartman Katz. The count is now even up with two balls and two strikes to Ty O'Brien. Right hand batter's box. Berger looks at the runner in second. Next pitch is on the way. Rip foul. Right on by the third baseman down there. Brandon Oro Pisa. So two balls, two strikes here. Lead off hitter in the batting order for Hastings. Ty O'Brien. Where's number nine in the uniform? Now he backs out of there. And now we have, they're going to make him change his helmet. Yeah, the home plate umpire, he calls a timeout and uh, wanted to inspect Ty O'Brien's batting helmet. And evidently it was not an approved batting helmet, so Ty O'Brien is forced to throw that baby into the dugout, and out comes a new batting helmet out there. Two balls and two strikes. Here comes the... Uh, Next pitch to O'Brien. It's on the way. That's going to be inside for a ball. Now it's three and two. First time I've seen that. Three balls, two strikes to Ty O'Brien here for Hastings. Junior out of Omaha Scott High School. Here comes the three-two pitch. It's on the way. That ball's going to be hit toward left field. Could be trouble. Nealon looks up. Nealon looks up. He's not going to get there. It's over toward the line. One run is going to come home. Heading down to second base with a stand-up double and an RBI double at that is going to be Ty O'Brien. Hit right down the line as Jared Nealon gave chase to the left fielder. He couldn't get there. It falls to the turf. And O'Brien is on with a double. That's his second double of the ball game. He let off the Hastings half of the first with a double. Was left stranded at third base. He gets an RBI there as he bangs home a run. McMullen comes around from second base to score. For Hastings, that makes it a two-to-one ball game. Ty O'Brien gets a RBI double there. O'Brien has now driven home 11 runs. There's a throw to second base. It gets away and it's into the center field, but and then mishandled there by Zins. But staying at second base is O'Brien. Dominic Berger going to second on the uh, pickoff attempt there. O'Brien was back in, and the ball got away from the second baseman Nugenberger in the center field, but didn't go very far. Jared Zins was right there, so O'Brien stays in second. So now all of a sudden it's a three-to-one ball game. Brandon Utrep to the plate here in the third inning of play with one bat out. Utrep grounded out his first time up there to third base. So he's 0 for 1 today. He started the day with a batting average of 362. Next pitch is gonna be a fastball. It's gonna be inside for a ball. And the count is at one ball and no strikes now to Brandon Utrep for Hastings. One of the veterans from a year ago as he's playing here for head coach Steve Sponberg here for the 2017 season. Next pitch is going to be inside for another ball. Two balls and no strikes. Utrep is playing defensively at shortstop 
here today. He's a junior out of Lincoln Pius. Brandon Utrep winning here with the count of two balls and no strikes. Here's the next pitch. It's going to be up high up around the eyeballs. And now the count is at three balls and no strikes to Utrep. He has walked five times so far this year. He has struck out seven times. He's got 11 RBIs to his credit so far this year. As the home plate umpire gets a fresh set of baseballs. Brandon Utrep has got 21 base hits and 58 trips to the plate. He's got five doubles to his credit, a couple of home runs, 11 RBIs, 32 stolen bases here for Hastings. Head on the count of three balls and no strikes. Next pitch taken all the way there and is up high for a ball and a walk. So Brandon Utrep gets aboard with a walk. Runners are on at first and second base. That's the first walk of the ball game given up there by Dakota Wesleyan's pitcher, Dominique Berger. Reed Stone coming into the plate next, but not before we get a little conference on the mound here from the, the head coach for Dakota Wesleyan as he comes out there. John Greiser is their head coach in his third season up there at DWU in Mitchell, South Dakota. So a little conference on the mound here for Dominique Berger. Yeah, it won't feel like spring and summer without the the train whistle coming by in the old ballpark here. Dakota Wesleyan has got three runs and four base hits so far in the ball game. He sings with one run and three hits. But now the Broncos have base runners on at first and second base here in the third inning with Reed Stone coming to the plate next. And Stone is going to take a pitch in there for a strike. No balls and one strike to Reed. Batting average at 377 of the season for Stone. 26 base sets. 69 trips to the plate. He's got seven doubles on this team, which leads the team in that category. He's got 33 stolen there. Actually, 33 total bases, which is also uh, tops on the team. Stone has struck out five times. He has walked eight times. No balls and one strike here to Reed Stone. There's an off-speed pitch that's going to be in there for a strike. No balls and two strikes to Reed Stone. Steve Sponberg, the head man down there in the third base coaching box. Travis McCarter down here in the first base box here for the Broncos. One run in. The Broncos still trail 3-1. to one. Next pitch is going to be way outside for a ball, and it's now one ball and two strikes to Stone. Zach Peterson would be next, and then Ty Neal. Dominique Berger, a left-handed thrower here for Dakota Wesleyan, looking for the sign from Hartman Katz. He's got it, comes set. Next pitch is on the way. A fastball is going to be outside for a ball. Down two balls and two strikes. Hastings in Morningside tomorrow, beginning at 1. On the air with the pregame show at 12.45 here on 12.30 KHIS. Next pitch is going to be ripped. It could be trouble in the gap in right center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. One run is going to score. Second run is going to score. Here comes Reed Stone. He's on his way to third base. The throw comes in there. It goes way over the head of uh, the third baseman. And now it goes ricocheting behind the dugout. And they're going to give Reed Stone home plate. So Reed Stone is going to clear the bases. It's going to be a triple that drives home two runs. 
And then there's going to be an air chalked up to allow a stone to come to the plate. So three runs are going to score just like that. Hastings has got the lead. That was a ball hit in the gap in right center field. Tremaine Moore and Jared Zins trying to run it down. Moore is actually the guy that got to it and then fires the ball into the infield. That one goes sailing way over the head of the third baseman, Oro Pisa. And they're going to award uh, Reed Stone home plate. And now uh, Zach Peterson is hit by a pitch the next time he comes up there. And now he sees has another base runner. So Stone, he comes all the way around to score. Utrep scores. Ty O'Brien scores. Now he has got a base runner again as uh, Zach Peterson is hit by a pitch. And now coming up there is going to be Ty Neal. So all of a sudden the Broncos have a 4-3 lead here. Reed Stone banging home a couple of RBIs here. Ty Neal at the plate. He grounded out to his second baseman. Last time up, there's a throw to first base. That's not going to be in time. So Hastings has been hitting with some uh, power here this year. We just saw that right there. The right center field. Reed Stone, the leading hitter on the team, has given the Broncos the advantage now here in the third inning by the score of four to three. Ty Neal is your batter at the plate. The count is sitting at one ball and one strike. Here's the next pitch, a fastball there. That's right down the pipe. Here's the pop of the old bit there behind the plate by Hartman Katz, who grabs that smoker here. One ball and two strikes. Four base hits now for the Broncos here in this ball game. Taking a lead down there at first is Zach Peterson. There's the ball hit off of the handle of the bat out toward third. Oro Pisa grabs the ball and no throw at first base. He was kind of concerned about Zach Peterson heading down towards second. Thought he might have had a play on Peterson down there at second. Just that little indecision was enough to give a Ty Neal first base. They're going to give Neal a base hit on the play. Now the Broncos have runners on at first and second base here in the third inning. Hastings is out on top by a score of four to three. Still only one bat out here in the inning. Lucas Lynn Green to the plate next. He struck out his first time up there. Batting average on the season at 305. As the pitch comes to the plate, it's going to be down low for a ball. It's 1-0. So Lucas Lynn Green is at the plate here. Senior out of Sterling, Colorado. Came to Hastings via Northeastern Community College. Lucas Lynn Green has a count to him, but one ball and no strikes. There's the next pitch fouled back to the screen. And the count is sitting at one ball and one strike now. So the Broncos had a chance to play the run in the first inning, but they wasted Ty O'Brien's leadoff double. The next three guys went down in order. Hastings went down in order themselves in the second inning of play, but so far here in the third, the Broncos have four runs in. Still only one man out. Hastings with three base hits here in the inning. Lucas Lynn Green has a header on the count here at two balls and one strike. Next pitch is going to be a fastball inside. Uh, the count is sitting at three balls and one strike now. 
We gaze down on the bullpen on the first base side. Nobody up and stirring yet for the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Runners taking their leads at their respective bags at first and second. Nobody holding them on right now. There's the next pitch. A curveball is going to be in there for a strike. And the count is sitting at three balls and two strikes. Well, the winter sports season's in the books, and now we've got the spring seasons with Hastings College and Hastings High Baseball out there. Next pitch is going to be hit toward right field. Here's more coming on, more coming on, and more makes the catch. Runners are going to stay put at first and second base as the throw quickly comes in there. Lucas Lynn Green will fly out to right field. He's now 0 for 2 today. And Luke Christensen coming up there next for Hastings. Christensen is the designated hitter. He's a product out of Bruning Davenport. Got it out to second base. First time up there. This is the ninth guy to come to the plate here for Hastings here in the third inning. Broncos were trailing three to nothing. They've got four runs in here in the third. And the pitch to Christensen is going to be in there for a strike. No balls and one strike now to Luke Christensen. Christensen, he's got three home runs to his credit so far this year and 18 RBIs. Those are both team highs. Next pitch is going to be outside and down low, so the count is sitting at one ball and one strike. Two men out now for Hastings here in the third. Runners are on at first and second base. Neal is down there at first base, and Zach Peterson is on at second. Next pitch is going to be fouled back to the netting and the support behind the basket or behind the plate here. And the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes. Hastings in Morningside tomorrow, and Hastings will play Doan on Tuesday night. First six conference games at home here for Hastings, and they'll be on the road next weekend. They play over in Iowa against Northwestern and Dort. Here comes the 1-2 pitch. It's on the way. It's going to be outside for a ball. And the count is even up with two balls and two strikes. So 10 conference games for Hastings. They'll play a third of their conference season here in this first week. Interesting scheduling. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. It's on the way. A fastball again that misses up high. And the count is sitting at three balls and two strikes. Luke Christensen, he has walked five times so far this year. He has struck out 12 times. Count is full now. The runners on at first and second base. There go the runners. The pitch is swung out of miss, and Christensen strikes out to end the inning. That's the second strikeout of the ball game for Dominique Berger. The inning is over, but Hastings claims the lead here in the third. Hastings scoring four runs in the third inning of play. Four runs on uh, three base hits. One error on the Dakota Wesleyan. And two runners left on base. We go to the top of the fourth with a score. Hastings four and Dakota Wesleyan three. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. 
Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Nebraska now leading Cal Poly in the first game of a doubleheader out in California. Six to three is the score. They're heading into the seventh inning of play. They'll be looking for Husker baseball coverage today. It's up the dial at ESPN 1550 KICS. Twin bill between the Huskers and the Mustangs. Huskers winning Thursday night. Cal Poly winning last night. Now, uh, Nebraska has a lead going into the seventh inning in game number one of a doubleheader this afternoon. Here's Andrew Kuda back out there for Hastings. Brandon Horapisa is at the plate here for Dakota Wesleyan. He went back to the pitcher back there in inning number two. He's 0 for 1 today, and now he falls behind the count here at one ball and two strikes. You're listening to Hastings College baseball coverage today here on 1230 KHIS and also online, www.hastingslink.com. Conference opener here for both of these teams. Next pitch is going to be down low for another ball. It's two balls and two strikes. This guy for Dakota Wesleyan is hitting a clip of 225 in the season. He hits that one out toward the left field. Could be trouble. If it falls, it does. It's going to run out to the wall at 370 feet away. Or a piece is down his way to second base and he'll pull up there with a double. So a double to left field there by Brandon Oropisa. And that's going to bring up uh, Peyton Price next. So Peyton Price comes to the plate. That's going to be the fifth base end of the ball game here for the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. DW came in here with a team batting average of 275, but they hit the ball pretty well so far here in this one against Andrew Kuda, who's been uh, pretty consistent for us here in the past couple of weeks. Oral Pisa is now on its uh, second base. There's the ball hit down the line in right field. That's going to be a base hit. Around the bag at third. Coming home is going to be Oropisa. Here comes the throw in. It's going to be cut off, and that's going to be an RBI single there by Peyton Price. Hastings had the infield pulled in. And Peyton Price sends that one right down the line, right by the first baseman, Lucas Lynn Green, in the right field. Retrieved out there by Bryce McMullen, but he couldn't make the play at the plate. And the Tigers of Dakota Wesson have come right back to tie the score up now at four runs apiece here in the fourth inning. So man is on now at first base, Hartman Katz. The catcher is due up there next. He lays down a bunt and he fouls it away. No balls and one strike now to Katz. He had a single back there in the second inning of play and scored one of the three runs. The Tigers jumped on Hastings in the second as they scored three in the second inning of play. Hastings coming back to score four more in the top half of the third, or the bottom half of the third. And now the Tigers here in the top half of the fourth have plated one run. And we're tied up at four runs apiece. Next pitch is way outside for a ball. Krause up out of his stance looking down at the first base, but Oropisa is back in there. He'll take his lead right now. The Tigers stealing bases 
are just, uh, what, 13 out of 16 swiping bases. There's another attempted bunt laid down, fouled away. So a couple of strikes now on uh, Hartman Katz. 13 out of 18, their official numbers for Dakota Wesleyan in swiping bases. Oral Pisa is one out of one as he takes his lead down there. Lean Green will hold him on for Hastings defensively. Here's the one-two pitch right back up through the middle. Fielded there by O'Brien at second base. Goes over, touches the back at second. Over the first, that's a double play. Hartman Katz hits into a uh, double play. A 4-3 double play as Ty O'Brien, all you to do is take a couple of steps to his right and uh, put his foot on the back there, and he gets it over to Lucas Lynn Green to record the double play. So now there's two men out, nobody on here for the Tigers in the top half of the fourth, and now the number nine hitter comes up there, Jared Zenz, as he fouls away his first pitch back to the screen. No balls in one strike. Zenz had a base on balls back there in the second inning of play. Batting average to start today is at 250. Zenz got seven base hits and 28 trips to the plate so far this year. He's going to take a strike there, zipping two. Zenz has got one home run. He's got four RBIs to his credit this year. Four base on balls, seven strikeouts, left-handed hitter. Next pitch just misses there. And the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes to Jared Zenz. He's a little guy, five foot eight, a sophomore out of Alexandria, South Dakota. One ball and two strikes, Andrew Kuda. But all the way here for Hastings. Next pitch comes inside and hits him. Bad break there. He was ahead on the count, one and two with two men out. Comes inside out of pitch there and hits Jared Zenz. So Zins, the number nine hitter, has been on base both times there. Base on balls, been hit by a pitch. Here's Tremaine Moore up there next for Dakota Westland. He's their leading hitter on the team, batting average at 429. Had a two-run single last time up there in inning number two as the pitch is down low. Again, Kraus out of his stance in a hurry, faking the throw down to first base. Moore has a count of one ball and no strikes. Tremaine grounded out his first time up there in the first and then had the two-run single in the second inning of play. Next pitch is going to be down low again as two balls and no strikes. Now the Broncos have some uh, action down in the bullpen here in this fourth inning. They're in a tie ball game at four runs apiece. Andrew Kuda comes set. There's a quick throw to first base. That's not in time. Zenz is back in there. Zenz has not attempted a stolen base so far this year. Again, the Tigers don't run a whole lot. Tremaine Moore is ahead of the count here at two balls and no strikes. Next pitch out on the ground towards second. O'Brien gobbles it up, goes over to second base. against the force out there, and the inning is over. So Tremaine Moore will end the inning here as they chop down Jared Zins down there at uh, second base. The inning is over, but Dakota Wesleyan gets the tying run across the plate there. They score one run on a couple of base hits. No errors on Hastings. One runner left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning with a score. Hastings four and Dakota Wesleyan four. 
Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. 1230 KHAS. Hi, right, back here at Duncan Field. Hastings 4, Dakota Wesleyan 4. Action for the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon. Again, Nebraska last check. Out on top of uh, Cal Poly by a score of 6-3. to three. They were heading to the uh, seventh inning of play. The action today over on ESPN 1550 KICS. Overcast, windy, chilly day here. And he sings as we start off the uh, conference baseball season. Dakota Wesleyan and Hastings is scoring off here today. The Broncos back in action again tomorrow, hoping for a little bit better weather tomorrow. They expect highs around 60 for tomorrow. Morningside going to be in town. Take on Hastings. Morningside, the preseason conference favorites here in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They'll be in town. One o'clock starting time for the Twin Bill. On the air with the pregame show tomorrow at 12.45 here on 12.30 KHIS. Berger stays out there for Dakota Wesleyan. Hastings battered around in inning number three, so he started the same way we started the last inning. This is Bryce McMullen. And we'll see Grant Krause and Ty O'Brien here in the fourth. Hastings scoring all four of their runs in the last inning. Next pitch comes in there for a strike. One ball and two strikes. Now these pitches that are 50-50, you're going to have to swing it out. I don't think the home plate guy is going to wait around too much here today. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be swung on and missed. And uh, Bryce McMullen goes down. Bryce McMullen goes down in a uh, strikeout here. Strikeout number three in the ball game now for Dominique Berger. As we look up, we see the... Uh, the Morningside baseball team, they were supposed to play today in uh, Crete against Doan, but the doubleheader was uh, postponed until Monday. So the Morningside team, the team that's going to be here tomorrow, is just around here at the ballpark, and they'll uh, take in the uh, doubleheader, at least as some of the action here today. Watch their opponents uh, tomorrow. There's a high fly ball by Grant Krause. It's out towards center. Calling for it out there is going to be Zenz, and he makes the catch. Grant Krause flies out to uh, center field. So two up, two down for Hastings here in the fourth. That's going to bring up Ty O'Brien next. Yeah, so the Morningside Mustangs in the ballpark here this afternoon. Get your own little scouting report here. Ty O'Brien up there next. He's had two doubles so far for Hastings. Scored a run. He's also uh, brought home a run. As he takes his strike there, he scores around the bunt and takes a strike. So the count is at no balls and one strike to the leadoff hitter. And the batting order for the Broncos, Ty O'Brien. Next pitch is some off-speed stuff there that misses. And the count is sitting at one ball and one strike. In the fourth inning here, this first game is scheduled for seven between these two teams. The second one will go nine innings. There's a high fly ball again out toward right field. Moore settles under it and makes the catch over in uh, 
Right center, he's kind of pulled around that way. That was it right to him. Ty O'Brien flies out to right field to end the inning. Hastings for the second time today goes down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to inning number five with the score. Dakota Wesley in four, Hastings four. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Bronco baseball today here on 1230 KHAS. First game of two. And this game got uh, started late today. It was going to be a two o'clock start for our twin bill. We got things started at four, so we're running uh, behind today because of wet field conditions earlier in the day. But we'll finish under the lights tonight for this uh, conference opener between Dakota Wesleyan and Hastings. Tigers up to the plate here. There's a bouncing ball toward uh, short. Utrep has got it. Goes over to first. That's going to be in time. And thrown out there for Dakota Westland is uh, Landon Nugenberger. He's the uh, second baseman, so that was a short at bat there. Very first pitch that he sees from Andrew Kuda. Sends it out toward uh, Brandon Utrep, and he gobbles it up and goes over to first base. Here's a Tyler Waddle up there next for uh, DWU. He is 0 for 2 so far today. Takes a whack at the first pitch there and uh, fouls it away on the first base side. No balls in one strike. Waddle is grounded out once. He is struck out once. Start of the day with a batting average of 400. He was 16 out of 40 from the plate to start today. Next pitch is going to be down in the dirt. Grabbed there by Grant Kraus. Counters at one ball and one strike. Waddle was uh, leading the team as far as base hits were concerned with the 16. He's got one double, a triple, a couple of home runs, seven RBIs. Bouncing ball right on by Reed Stone at third base. That's going to be in the left field. Picked up there by Ty Neal, making a big turn at first base, and then going back there is going to be Waddle. So there's a base hit there. Number, what, 17 for Tyler Waddle this year as he sends that one right down the line. Out in left field, picked up out there by Ty Neal. So now Dakota Wesleyan has a base runner here in the fifth. They went down in order in the first, went down in order in the third, scored three runs in the second inning. They scored one run in the fourth. There's a high fly ball, not going to carry very deep. Coming on is going to be Peterson, the short, uh, the uh, center fielder, and he makes the catch. Zach Utak on one pitch. He flies out to center field. So Andrew Kuda has got two guys on two pitches here in this fifth inning. Tyler Waddle is single in between. And now uh, Jared Nealon coming to the plate next. Nealon is a left fielder. His batting average on the year is sitting at 250. 
He had a triple in his second inning of play, came around to score one of the three runs. And he flew out to the second baseman his next time up there in inning number three. Now he's up there in the fifth. The Tigers have not played since uh, early March. In fact, they've been off for a while, like 15 days. They're opening up the conference season here today against Hastings. Broncos playing their 21st game of the year already. There's a throw over the first base. That's not in time. Back in there is a Waddle. Waddle stealing bases this year. Two out of four for DWU. Takes the lead there with Lucas Lynn Green holding him on down there. There's the next pitch to the plate. It's going to be outside for a ball. And the count is sitting at two balls and no strikes now to Jared Nealon. Brandon Oropisa would be next. He's the third baseman. Standing the on-deck circle here for the Tigers. And their gray and blue uniforms here this afternoon. Next pitch is going to be way outside for a ball. And now the count is sitting at three balls and no strikes. Lights are on here at Duncan. Tim stands at 40 degrees. North wind's blowing out of the north at about 11, so they're blowing toward the right field corner here today. Wind chill is down around 33. As the next pitch is going to be outside for a ball, and there's a base on balls given up there by Andrew Kuda. Now runners are on at first and second base. That's the second walk of the ball game given up by Kuda. He's also hit a man. Not really considered to be a strikeout pitcher, but he's got one strikeout so far today. He's given up seven base hits and four runs. Now here's a pitch to the play. He's going to be in there for a strike. No balls in one strike to Brandon Oropisa. Peyton Price, the DH, would be next. Andrew Kuda trying to shut the door here in this 4-4 uh, ball game. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be down low for another ball. One ball and one strike. Hastings again with some uh, action down there in the bullpen. The last inning it was Alex Stremel that was uh, warming up, and I expect that's probably the case down there right now. Right-handed thrower there for head coach Steve Sponberg. Oh, up and uh, loosening up a little bit. Next pitch, it could be outside for a ball. Now Andrew Kuda is falling behind here at two balls and one strike. Oral Piso waiting on the pitch here as Andrew looks in for the sign here from his catcher, Grant Krause. Comes set, looks to the runner at second base. Long hard look to the runner at second base and now delivers one of the plate. That's way outside for a ball. Faking the throw down in the bag at second was Krause, the catcher. Now three balls and one strike. Oropisa, head on the count here at three and one. We'll see if they give him the green light here. He's walked twice. He has struck out eight times so far this year. Tie ball game and four runs apiece. Next pitch is popped up. That's going to stay here in the infield. The shortstop, Utrep, moves to his left to grab it, and the inning is over. Oropisa, way under that one as he pops it up as it stays in the infield. And the inning is over as Brandon will fly out to the shortstop. Took a while for that one to come down. So the inning is over. Dakota Wesley and no runs. A base hit, no errors, and two runners left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning with a score. Hastings four and Dakota Wesley in four. 
The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 K-H-A-S. Four runs, seven hits, and two errors for Dakota Wesleyan. He sings with four runs, five hits, and no errors as we head to the bottom half of the fifth inning. There's a bouncing ball again toward third base. It's grabbed there by Orpisa, who goes across the diamond. It's going to be in time to catch the first batter here for Hastings in the fifth inning of play. That was Brandon Utrep. So one pitch and one out here as Utrep is retired in the play from third to first. Reed Stone coming up there next. Reed Stone, he had a triple in the third inning of play, and then he was uh, waved home on the error that got out of the, the ballpark here as the throw came in there. So he circled the bases and drove home a couple of runs in the third inning. Stone, he flew out to second base his first time up there, so he's one out of two so far today. There's the ball that's going to be ripped on the first base side foul. So the guy is at one ball and one strike. Stone, the uh, Sutton product. Of course, Steve Sponberg spent all those years in uh, Sutton as well. There's a ground ball to Nugenberger, picks it up on a hop at second. He goes over to first. That's going to be in time. Reed Stone is retiring the play for the second time by the second baseman, Landon Nugenberger. Now Zach Peterson coming to the plate next. Yeah, I love some of the walk-up music here. This is Zach Peterson coming to the plate. He is 0 for 1 so far today. He was hit by a pitch his last time up there. In the third inning and flew out to a center field the first time. So he's 0 for 1. Batting average on the season at 333. First pitch to him is going to be down low for a ball. Here comes the next one. Hit on the ground toward third. Oro Pisa grabs it. And again, the throw over to first is in time. And that was a quick hitting. Zach Peterson is thrown out of the play from third to first. Hastings goes down in order for the second straight inning. So now uh, Dominic Berger is... Uh, Got things going here as he's retired the last six guys that he has faced. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We'll go to the sixth. The score, Dakota Wesleyan, four. Hastings, four. Play ball! 
Great feeling and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Veranall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College baseball action for you here today on 1230 KHAS. Hastings and the uh, Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. If you're looking for a Nebraska basketball today, they're playing a doubleheader against the Cal Poly today. We've got the action of the Twin Bowl over on ESPN 1550 KICS today. Andrew Kuda comes back out here for the Broncos to throw inning number six. Peyton Price is up here for the Tigers. Price had an RBI single in the fourth inning of play, and he also had an RBI single in inning number two. Two for two so far in the ball game today with a couple of RBIs, and he has scored a run. The count to him is sitting at one ball and two strikes. This guy with a batting average of 286 to start today. Rice had 10 base hits and 35 trips to the plate. Another left-handed hitter here for the Tigers. Andrew Kudo winds and delivers. Next pitch will be poked foul. Third base side into the seats. So the guy remains in one ball and two strikes. Hastings in Morningside tomorrow. Scheduled game time will be at 1 tomorrow afternoon. Means we'll be on the pregame show at 1245 there's a big swing and a miss. The catcher Kraus drops the uh, third strike, but he reaches out there and tags out Peyton Price before he can get started down the line at first. So a strikeout there for Kuda. That's going to be strikeout number two in the ball game for Andrew Kuda. And that's going to bring up Hartman Katz next. Tries to lay down a bunt, takes a strike. Katz is the catcher. He had a single back in the second inning of play. Came around to score one of the three runs, and he hit into a double play in the fourth. He takes his strike there, nothing in two to Hartman Katz. Four runs and seven hits for Dakota Wesleyan. Four runs, five hits for Hastings. Here's the next pitch. It's going to be hit towards center field. Slipping out there is Zach Peterson. Peterson then comes in. He makes a diving grab. Does he hang on to it? Yes, he did. Peterson, the center fielder for Hastings, slips. And then he comes in and makes a diving grab out there in the outfield. Nice grab there by Peterson. And Hartman Katz is retiring the play. That's how slippery the outfield is. They did some work on the infield trying to squeegee as much water as they could out of the infield grass earlier today. That was a part of the reason we got off to a late start here today. They didn't touch the outfield. And it's... Uh, 
Very slippery out there in the outfield, and you saw Zach Peterson right there as he slipped as he read that ball coming off with a bat of uh, Hartman Katz, but he recovered in time to come in and make a diving attempt and a successful attempt at that on a high fly ball from uh, Hartman Katz, and now there's two out of the inning. Jared Zins is due up there next. Zins has walked once. He has been hit by a pitch once. His batting average is still sitting at 250 in the season as he whacks that one foul. First base side out of play. And the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes. One and two the count to Jared Zins. For Dakota Wesleyan, he's playing out in center field here today. Batting in the sixth inning. This first game set for seven between the Tigers and the Broncos here today. We'll have the second game for you as well here tonight. Next pitch is going to be a fastball outside, and the count is sitting at two balls and two strikes. So we'll finish under the lights here tonight in the conference opener. Northwestern and Briarcliff, the only other game going on in the GPAC today. There's a called third strike in the outside corner, and the inning is over. So Andrew Kuda, who's been laboring a little bit here today, comes back with a couple of strikeouts here in the sixth inning. To get to Peyton Price and Jared Zins caught looking here. And it's an easy inning there for Hastings College. Dakota Wesley and no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth with a score. Hastings four and Dakota Wesleyan four. The difference between clicking on a computer to order flowers versus having a conversation with the people who are going to pick and arrange the most appropriate bouquet. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. My dad built his business knowing his customers, knowing their special occasions, and how they celebrated them. So a delivery from Bob Sass Flowers is now what it was then. Real people delivering real love. Flowers from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. You know Gary Michaels Clothiers sells quality men's clothing, sportswear, and tuxedo rentals for prom and weddings. But did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers also sells unique quality ladies' clothing from fine labels as Nick and Zoe, Sharon Young, True Lux, and Adventura? Did you know Gary Michaels has the second largest Brighton jewelry, handbag, and footwear department in Nebraska? Did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers offers professional fittings and alterations with tailors who have years of experience in same-day service? Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. 1230 KHAS. Bronco baseball today. He sings for Dakota Wesleyan four as we head to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Up there now for Hastings is going to be Ty O'Neill. He's the number five hitter in the batting order. Lucas Lynn Green, then Luke Christensen, and then Bryce McBullen. Yeah, the Broncos can get something going here in the sixth. One ball and one strike now to uh, Ty Neal. Leading things off here in this uh, Sixth inning of play. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be inside. And did it hit him? Yes, it did. A hit banner there is that Ty Neal heads down to the bag. It's uh, first base. So Dominique Berger stays out there and he hits a man here at inning number six. So the lead run is on the base pads now for Hastings. Lucas Lynn Green coming to the plate next. NCAA basketball tournament continues tonight. We'll have two of the final four teams decided this evening. The first game is just now getting underway. In fact, Gonzaga has got an early lead over Xavier, 20 to 17. And in the first half with about 11 and a half minutes to go, there's a bunt laid down, fielded there by Berger. His throw to first base is going to be in time, so the sacrifice works. 
Lucas Lynn Green lays down a bunt. Heading down to second base is going to be Ty Neal. He represents the lead run. So now they got one man out here in the inning. Man on is in scoring position. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan tied up at four runs apiece. Luke Christians into the plate next. Now we got a conference on the mound here as they decide what they want to do with the runner on at second. Again, Gonzaga is leading Xavier 20 to 17 in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Later on tonight with a 7.49 start, you're gonna have Kansas against Oregon. Bill Self for Kansas against uh, Dana Altman from uh, Oregon playing in that one tonight. A lot of basketball action coming your way. Again, Gonzaga's got the early lead over Xavier, 20 to 17. Gonzaga, number one seed. Xavier has been kind of the, the Cinderella, number 11 seed playing here in the Elite Eight. So Berger's going to stay out there. Luke Christensen is at the plate here. One man out in the sixth inning. There's the ball ripped right to third base. Nice play there. The throw to first. That's going to be in time. Brandon Oropisa makes a diving grab with that one at third base. Gets backed on his feet and throws it across the diamond to UTech. And runner stays put at second base. That's Ty Neal. So Christensen hit that baby hard, but right at the uh, third baseman. Oropisa makes a nice play on the ball. Now there's two men out. Now Bryce McBullen comes to the plate next. Or in the sixth inning, the game is tied at four runs apiece. McMullen, he had a single back there in the third, came around to score a run. Then he struck out. There's the ball down in the dirt, but Arvin Katz has that one ricochet off of his chest protector out in front of the plate. He'll be down there for a ball. One ball and no strikes. So Bryce McMullen waiting here at the plate with the count of one ball and no strikes. Berger comes set. Berger fires to the plate. That one's going to be inside. And the count now two balls and no strikes. Hastings hasn't scored since the third inning. They went down in the order in the fourth, went down in order in the fifth. And Berger finally hitting a man here in the sixth inning. There's a big swing and a miss there. Lynn Green sacrifices. Christensen grounds out. Now he's working on Bryce McMullen here with a count of two balls and one strike. The lead run is down there at second base for Hastings. Berger comes set again, fires to the plate, fastball. In there for a strike right at the knees. Good looking pitch there to a Bryce McMullen. And the count is now at two balls and two strikes. McMullen trying to give Hastings the advantage here. In the sixth inning, Dominique again offers one to the plate. There's the ball ripped toward third. Or a piece again grabs it across the diamond in time. He's had a great day today defensively at third base there for DWU. So Hastings gets a runner in the scoring position. But Brandon Or a piece of mows him down down there at third base. Getting both uh, Christensen and McMullen to ground out. The sixth inning is over for Hastings. No runs, no hits, no errors. One runner left on base. We go to the seventh inning with a score. Hastings 4 and Dakota Wesleyan 4. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd in Colorado in downtown Hastings. 
where our customers send their friends. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Get your beauty rest and improve your home at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Purchase a qualifying beauty rest mattress and get a gift card worth up to $200 at four different home improvement stores, including Ace Hardware and Tractor Supply. See store for details. You can even get up to 24 months free financing. Now through March 27th at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Now that really is more than you expect. Furniture Direct behind Sonic in Hastings and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College Baseball for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Also online, www.hastingslink.com. Andrew Kuda back out there for the Broncos. Kuda's given up four runs, seven hits so far. He's got a couple of walks, three strikeouts. Dakota Westland scoring their runs. In a couple of innings, they scored three in the second. They scored one in the fourth. Hastings scoring all four of their runs in the third. Both pitchers have kind of settled in here in the late stages of this seven-inning ball game. And now we're into the final inning of game number one here tonight. Tremaine Moore will lead things off here for DWU. So they've got the top of the order coming up here to face Cuda. Man is up and throwing in the bullpen. It's been Strammel all day long down there, but he's been up the last couple of innings, but we haven't needed him as Kuda's found a way to wiggle his way out of things, and there's a base hit to right field. So Tremaine Moore leads off the seventh inning with a base hit here. Right in between the first baseman for Hastings, Lucas Lynn Green, and the second baseman, Ty O'Brien. Ball fielded out there by uh, Bryce McMullen. That's going to be the uh, second base hit of the ball game for uh, Tremaine Moore, who came in with a batting average of 429. Landon Nugenberger, or Nugenbauer, is up there next for Dakota Westland. He's 0 for 3 so far today. Moore is going to take his lead at first base, and he's back over there as a throw goes over. He gets away from Lynn Green. He goes over back toward the outfield grass to grab it, but. Tremaine Moore will stay put down there for the Tigers. Moore is three for three in stealing bases. He's got three of the 13 that Dakota Wesley has been able to swipe here this season. There's a butt laid down. Could be trouble. Kuda chases it down. Throws the first base. That's going to be in time. So the sacrifice works there. So he sings in a very similar spot back there in the bottom of the sixth inning. As they get a man to a second base. Following the uh, sacrifice, Hastings unable to do anything to get that runner home as Christensen and McMullen both grounding out to third base to end the inning. Now we'll see what the Tigers can do here. This is Tyler Waddle coming to the plate next. Number three hitter in the batting order. He's one for three so far today. Had a single his last time up there in the fifth inning. Is that one hard right to the shortstop. U-trap grabs it, throws it to second base. That's in time. Tremaine Moore made a mistake there on the base pass. He had a little bit uh, too much of a jump down there in second. And Brandon Utrep throws it to the uh, second baseman, Ty O'Brien, who was covering the bag down there. Moore unable to get there, and he is retired in the play. 
So Waddle is going to reach on a fielder's choice by being thrown out at second base. is going to be Tremaine Moore. And that's huge for Dakota Wesleyan. There's a ball that's going to be popped up. It's going to be out toward right field. Coming on is going to be McBowen. And he can't make the catch. It falls out of his glove. Moving over to third base on the play is going to be Waddle. And now Hastings commits an error, the first one of the ball game. And Dakota Wesleyan has the lead run down there at third base. So Hastings should have been out of the inning right there. That's going to be an error. Chalked up. That was a Zach Utech. He reaches on an error on the right fielder. And now Dakota Wesleyan has got runners on at first and third base. Hastings should have been out of the inning. And now we've got a pitch to... The next guy coming up here, this is uh, Jared Nealon. Nealon, he's the guy who had the triple back there in the second inning and came around to score. He's grounded out once, and he is uh, walked once. So now we got runners on at first and third base. We're in the seventh inning of play. Now Utah is going to be run for down there. It's uh, first, and now Steve Sponberg is going to pop out of the dugout here for Hastings to come out and chat with Andrew Kuda. Really not Kuda's fault here. As Hastings should have been in the dugout worried about uh, playing a run themselves. Now we got runners on it to first and third base. As Steve Sponberg is going to come out for a little conference on the hill for his entire infield here. So Hastings getting the big play there to throw out Tremaine Moore at second base. But then a pop fly out toward right field. Mishandled there by Bryce McMullen. Who misplays the ball out there and it falls out of his glove. And all of a sudden, Dakota Westland is threatening to take the lead here in the seventh inning of play. His own plate umpire is going to go out and break up the conference on the mound. We're in the seventh inning. This is a seven-inning ball game it's scheduled for here in game number one of our doubleheader this afternoon. But now the Tigers of Dakota Westland has runners on at first and third base with Jared Nealon. Coming to the plate here. Nealon has a season batting average of 250. Chance to be a hero here on the uh, conference opener, give his team the lead. There's a pitch that could be in there for a strike. Nothing and one to uh, Jared Nealon. Nealon's got 11 base hits and 44 trips to the plate. One double, no triples, couple of home runs, and a team high 14 RBIs. He's behind the count here. No balls in one strike. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. One and one the count down to a Jared Nealon. Nealon has walked only twice this year. He has struck out seven times for the Tigers. Down there at first base is Zach Utek. Waddle is down there at third base. There's the ball hit the right center field. That's going to be a base hit. That's going to give the Tigers the lead. It's going to roll out there in the gap, retrieved out there by McMullen, waving home the second run. Here comes the throw in, head first slide at the plate. It's a uh, score there for the Tigers, and a double there by Dakota Wesleyan. Jared Nealon doubles the right center field to drive home a couple of runs, and that was huge. Again, Hastings should have been out of the inning right there, but he had air out of the outfield, and those are the types of things that come back to bite you, and it did right there in the uh, seventh inning. So the error is going to cost Hastings a couple of runs here. So now Dakota Wesley has got the lead over Hastings by the score of 6-4. to four, And that's going to be all she wrote here for uh, Andrew Kuda as he's going to be out now as uh, Steve Sponberg is going to make his way back out 
of the uh, third base dugout, and he sees a lot of the uh, pitching change coming up. But Dakota Wesleyan gets a big, big base hit here in the seventh inning of play. A two-run double by uh, Jared Nealon. That gives the Tigers the advantage 6-4. to four. we got a pitching change coming up. We'll take a break to score. It's Dakota Wesleyan 6 Hastings for. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full service irrigation engine headquarters now also located in Sutton. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. All right, we're in the seventh inning of play. He sees now trailing by a score of 6-4. to four. Dakota Westland has a man out at second base. That's Jared Nealon who delivers up a two-out, two-run double here in the seventh inning to give the Tigers the advantage. He sees making a pitching change. Alex Strammel is now in there for He sees a right-handed thrower. He's been up and throwing the past couple of innings, but now he's in there. Strammel is a senior out of Thornton, Colorado. He's in replace of uh, Andrew Kuda. Here goes uh, six and two-thirds innings here tonight. Strammel tr- trying to come on and uh, shut the door here for Hastings. The Broncos now down by a couple of runs. To go to Wesleyan with eight base sets. There's a bouncing ball right on past the Reed Stone. That's in the left field. Picked up there by Neal. Around the back at third. Coming home. And no throw from Ty Neal. Three runs in now for Dakota Wesleyan here in the seventh. Brandon Orapisa delivers up an RBI single here in this uh, seventh inning of play. That brings in Nealon around from second base easily there. He scores. That run will be charged to the statistics of Kuda. But Strammel comes on and uh, delivers up or gives up a single. The first man that he faces here in the seventh. And now the Tigers have the lead over Hastings by a score of seven to four. Peyton Price coming up there next. Price, two for three. He's got a couple of RBIs. He has scored a run. He has struck out once. So Price comes up there. A left-handed hitter with a man on at uh, first base. That's Orapisa as he takes his lead down there. This game is scheduled for seven innings. There's a quick throw into first base. That's not in time. Orapisa is back in there. That's ten base hits now for Dakota Wesleyan here in this ballgame. Orapisa taking his lead down there at first. He's going to stay put. Here comes the pitch. It's going to be fouled back to the screen. 
And the count will be at one ball and one strike. Andrew Kuda goes six and two-thirds innings. Gives up six runs, nine hits. Four of those runs earn two base on balls and three strikeouts. There's another quick throw to the first base. That's not in time. Diving back in there with his right hand is Oropisa. Lucas Lynn Green holding him on down there. Big gap on the right side of the diamond now between him and Ty O'Brien. 7-4, Dakota Wesley with three runs here in the seventh inning. Next pitch is on the way. Inside fastball and a swing and a miss there. By Peyton Price. Now the DH is behind on the count of one ball and two strikes. One and two the count. Hastings looking ahead to their half of the seventh. Nine, one, and two. Coming up here. You need to get out of the inning here. There's a pitch that's down low and a swing and a miss, and he strikes out. And uh, there was a foul tap. Now uh, Steve Sponberg out of the dugout again. It didn't look like it was a foul tap. Looks like it was a swing and a miss there on a low pitch from uh, Peyton Price. The catcher drops the third strike, Grant Krause, but there's a man on at first, so that really doesn't matter. The coach is going to shake his head in agreement here. And he's going to head back to the uh, third base dugout, so evidently everything's all right. Well, evidently he got a little piece of that one. They're going to keep him in there as a foul tap instead of a uh, strikeout. I think the home plate umpire sent the coach back to the uh, third base dugout unwillingly there. So now the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes to uh, Peyton Price. Strammel off to find another pitcher to get him out of there. Here comes the uh, one-two pitch. It's on the way. That one's going to be inside. Now the ball gets away from Krause. The catcher comes rolling over toward the uh, dugout here on the first base side. And running down to the second base on the play is Oropisa. So a pass ball there on the catcher, Grant Krause. Hastings can only afford to give up another run here. And this is seventh inning already with some wood to chop here when they come to bat. Seven to four is the score. Peyton Price now with a count of two balls and two strikes here at the plate. Alex Trammell waits. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. That's going to be fouled away. Back out of the play. The count remains at two balls and two strikes. Bronco baseball coming your way here today on 1230 KHAS Hastings. And also online at www.hastingslink.com. First game of two here today. Peyton Price. Waiting on the next pitch. Two balls, two strikes with two men out as we roll the deuces here. Next pitch is going to be fouled away again. Third base side out of play. Now remains at two balls and two strikes. Nebraska playing a doubleheader today against Cal Poly out in California. Doubleheader is airing today over on ESPN 1550 KICS. They are nearing the end of their first ball game. Here comes the next pitch by Strammel. It's on the way. Hit towards center field. Zach Peterson comes on and makes the catch, and the inning is over. Peyton Price will fly out to the center fielder. Zach Peterson, the inning is over. But DWU, they uh, have a little damage here in the seventh inning as they score three runs. Dakota Wesleyan, three runs on uh, 
Three base hits, one error on Hastings, and one runner left on base. We go to the bottom of the seventh. Last chance here for the Broncos. It is Dakota Wesleyan seven, Hastings four. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back, it's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank, locally owned, locally managed, the better bank. Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company, on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company, on your side. And Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. 12:30 KHAS. All right, Nebraska beat Cal Poly six to five in the first game of two today out in California. They're getting ready for game number two, and we'll have the action over on ESPN 15:50 KICS. And now the Huskers have won two games against Cal Poly. The Mustangs have won one in their scheduled four-game series here this weekend. So it's a 7-4 ball game. Hastings is now trailing in the ball game as we head to the bottom half of the uh, seventh inning. It looks like Dakota Wesley is going to have a uh, new pitcher. William Luchin is going to come on and throw now. Luchin is a six-foot senior. He's going to try to finish the uh, Broncos off here this afternoon. So Luchin comes on for Dominique Berger. Here comes Grant Krause to the plate. So he sees he'll need three runs to continue this ball game. Luchin, he has uh, got an ERA of 1.80. He's got one save already this year. He's thrown just five innings. Out of the five innings, he's given up four hits, one run. That one was earned. One base on balls and eight strikeouts. Obviously, the uh, number one closer here for the Tigers. He throws the first pitch to the plate here to Grant Krause. It's going to be outside for a ball. One and the count. So Lugin now out there for Dakota Wesley to try to finish things off. There's a fastball there right down the pipe. One and one. Grant Krause is up there. He's 0 for 2 today. So he sings a give up. Three runs in the top half of the seventh inning thanks to an error. Two-run double by Jared Nealon. One-run single by Brandon Oropisa. And that was the uh, three runs. There's another strike delivered up there to Kraus. So Luchin now ahead on the count of one ball and two strikes as Kraus backs out of the batter's box. They go to Wesley in five and ten on the season. They have not played for about 15 days or so, but they've given Hastings everything they've wanted here in this ball game. Tigers with 10 base hits. Hastings with five. There's a big high fastball and a swing and a miss from uh, Grant Krause, and he goes down. So Hastings down to their final two outs here in this first ball game. Ty O'Brien coming up there next. O'Brien, he's had a good day today. Brian, he's got a couple of doubles. He's got 
A run scored. He's got an RBI, and he's flown out to right field. His three plate appearances now coming up here in the seventh. There's the next pitch to the plate there by Luchin. It's going to be a fastball that misses outside. One ball and no strikes. First game of two here tonight at Duncan Field. Hastings in the Tigers of Dakota Westland. There's the next pitch. Another high fastball that misses this time. There's two balls and no strikes. O'Brien started the day with a batting average of 286 for Hastings. He's helped his cause out a little bit here today. O'Brien waiting on the next pitch here for Luchin. Working from the full windup here in the seventh inning with the base pads empty. There's a fastball. That's right down the pipe there. Two balls and one strike. So Berger goes six innings today. Gives up five hits, four runs. Three of those earned. Next pitch is going to be popped up behind the plate. And it's going to get out of the play. And Dominique Berger, six innings pitched, five hits, four runs. Three of those earned. One base on balls. Three strikeouts. And now a William Luchin is a throwing here in the uh, seventh inning for the Tigers. They're trying to finish off the Broncos here in their conference opener. Two balls, two strikes here to Ty O'Brien. Ty in the right-hand batter's box. Here comes the next pitch to him. It's swung on, hit towards short, fielded there. They go over to first base. The throw is high. It gets over the head of a Utech. And reaching on the air is going to be Ty O'Brien. So O'Brien gets aboard here. A gift from the infield of Dakota Wesleyan. Now Brandon Utrep coming up there next. Brandon Utrecht so far today is grounded out once. He's reached on a base on balls and scored. He's grounded out again. So Tyler Waddle with an error there at shortstop there for the Tigers. Throws it over the head of Utah over at first base. There's the next pitch to the play. It's going to be down low for a ball on Brandon Newtrap, and the count is at one ball and no strikes. Hastings needing three runs to continue this thing. We're in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Next pitch is going to be in there for a strike. Looked like Newtrap was taking all the way there. Steve Sponberg down in the third base coaching box going through the signs. Travis McCarter, the assistant coach, down there in the first base bag. Hastings has won 11 out of their last 14 games, but they're going to have to do it in a come-from-behind fashion here today, trailing by three here in the final inning. Next pitch is going to be inside for a ball, and now it's two balls and one strike. And Nebraska beating Cal Poly in the first game of two today out in California, 6-5. to five. They're in between games right now. Brandon Utrecht waiting on the pitch here. Two balls, one strike. There's a throw to first base. Luchin almost threw that one over the head of Zach Utak, who had to leave his feet there to grab that one. Runner stays put at first. Hastings needing some base runners. Ty O'Brien taking his lead. There's the next pitch. Popped up. It's going to be over here toward the line. And uh, coming over the second baseman, and he's unable to make the play. I think that's going to be a foul ball. It was right on the line. For some reason, the first baseman... Uh, didn't grab that one. The second baseman, Nukenberger, had to, or Nukenbauer, had to come over near the line at uh, first base, and he tries to 
make the catch on the ball, but it goes bouncing out of his glove over into foul territory. And it's going to be the ruling here. It's going to be a foul ball. Yeah, Utah, he had to play on the ball at the last second. He gave away to Landon Nugentbauer, who's coming over from second base to try to grab it. Two balls, two strikes here to Brandon Utrep for Hastings. Broncos are down by a score of 7-4 to four here in the seventh inning. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be hit right back to the pitcher's mound off of the leg of Luchin, and everybody's going to be safe. Brandon Utrep gets aboard here for Hastings. A hard hit shot right back to the uh, pitcher. Luchin, it goes off of his leg. That's going to be a base hit there for Hastings. Now the Broncos have the tying run coming to the plate in the form of Reed Stone. And now the uh, head coach here for Dakota Wesleyan is going to come out and make sure his pitcher, Luchin, is going to be all right. That one was a hard hit shot right back to the, uh, the pitcher's mound. It went ricocheting off of the leg of William Luchin. Everybody comes out to check on him, and he's going to be all right. Luchin's going to stay out there. So Luchin, since he's come out here, he's got a strikeout in Grant Krause. Ty O'Brien reaching out an error. He's giving up a base hit now to Brandon Utrep. And now Reed Stone coming up there next. Stone had that big shot back there in the third inning as he had a two-run triple. Came home on an error. He's flown out to second base, and he's grounded out to second base. As he comes up there now with the... Two runners on the base pads. First and second base. Utrep is on at first. Ty O'Brien is on at second base. So Reed Stone represents the tying run here in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Here comes the next pitch to him. He's going to be inside for a ball. Smoker there. Backs to Stone away from the plate. Reed, a left-handed hitter, and the count goes to two balls and no strikes. Zach Peterson would do up there next, and then Ty Neal. Hastings trying to battle back here with one man out in the seventh. Next pitch is a fastball. It's going to be in there for a strike. Two balls and one strike down to Reed Stone. Stone started the day with a batting average of 377 for Hastings. Seven doubles, one triple, no home runs, and now 17 RBIs as he hits that one long, but it's going to be in foul territory. Out toward left field foul. Now the count is at two balls and two strikes. Reed can put this baby in the gap. Get a couple of runs here. Reed himself has got some good speed. We'll see what he can do on the base pads if he can connect here. Two balls and two strikes. One man out. Here comes the next pitch by Luchin. Bouncing ball towards short. Runs over to second base for one. Over to first base. That's going to be in time. Double play and the ball game is over. Reed Stone hits into a double play to end this ball game, and Dakota Wesleyan knocks off Hastings in the uh, conference opener here this afternoon by the score of 7-4. to four. So Hastings giving up uh, three runs in the seventh inning of play. Dakota Wesleyan shuts the door in the bottom of the seventh, and the Tigers knock off Hastings here in the conference opener at Duncan Field. Final score of 7-4, to four, back with the final numbers after this. 
Physical therapy and sports rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Hi, back here at Duncan Field. Dakota Wesleyan wins the first game of two here tonight as they beat Hastings by a score of 7-4. Dakota Wesleyan, seven runs, ten base hits. They commit three errors in the ball game tonight. Hastings had four runs, six hits. They commit one error, but it was a big one there in the uh, seventh inning as that kind of opened the door for the Tigers to score uh, three runs and to claim the victory here tonight, so the Tigers win it by the score of 7-4. Hastings will drop to 11-10 on the season. They're now 0-1 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The Tigers are 6-10, and, and the Tigers are now 1-0 in conference play. Dominic Berger will get the win here tonight. He goes the first six innings, gives up five hits, four runs, three of those earn, one base on balls and three strikeouts. William Luchin came on. And through the uh, final inning there for uh, the Tigers. And got the uh, Tigers to win. He sings Andrew Kuda is going to take the loss for the Broncos here. He goes six and two-thirds. He gives up nine hits and seven runs. Four of those earned. Two base on balls and three strikeouts. Hastings fell behind three to nothing in this ball game after two innings. Broncos came back to grab the lead four to three as they score four. In the top half of the third, the Tigers tie the score at four runs apiece with a run in the fourth inning of play. And then the Tigers scoring uh, three runs in the top half of the seventh. Hastings had base runners on in the seventh inning of play in the bottom of the inning. But a double play gets uh, Dakota Wesleyan out of the inning. And they pick up the win here in the first half of the doubleheader today by the score of 7-4. to four. Hastings with six base hits in the ball game today. Two of them came from uh, Ty O'Brien. He was the hitting star. He was two for four to play today as he scores a run and had an RBI. Reed Stone also had a couple of RBIs today. He had one base hit. Brandon Newtrip had a base hit. Ty Neal had a hit today. And uh, Bryce McMullen had a base hit for Hastings. But the Broncos got out hit by the Tigers 10 to 6. They got scored by Dakota Wesleyan 7 to 4 as we... Uh, get ready for game number two coming up here in about uh, 20, 25 minutes from right now. 
Expected to go for Hastings in game number two on the mound will be Will Fry. So see if Hastings can uh, manage a split here tonight as they uh, will go nine innings, hopefully, in the game number two as the Tigers win the opener by the score of 7-4. to four. So a break away a little bit, get things uh, resituated, come back with game number two in just a little bit. Again, the score in the first ball game, Dakota Wesley in seven, Hastings four for 1230 KHAS Sports. This is Mike Will. Today's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. Stay tuned. The second half of today's doubleheader is coming up on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS Radio.